Well, Happy New Year to all of you out there. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Caveman Podcast. My name is Willis Raburu. We are here to talk about everything that affects the men and, of course, the women who love them and how we can kind of merge the both of them. It is the start of a brand new year. It's taken a while since uh, I was on I was on here. Uh, you know, life just happening and honestly, it's just uh, procrastination um, and, you know, <laughs> one of the things that we're going to have to deal with. I'd like to say a big shout out and a big thank you to two people. That is Roberta Bobby and Shazmin Bank. Roberta for urging and saying, yo guys, we need another podcast and Shazmin, because I said I'm going to do it on the weekend and she came up and she was like, that is procrastination. Do it where you are and make sure you upload it and that that got me thinking about what uh, I want to talk about right now it is appreciating where you are in regards to even when you have probably relapsed to something that you didn't uh, you didn't want to do when we talk about recovery uh, many times uh, and I also bought a really from what Roberta said we have a show on Citizen Television every Tuesday. That is uh, Roberta Bobby, Shazmin Bank, CJ Atemo, and Shatterboy. And we talk about different issues and, uh, that affect society. And uh, two things that uh, both of them again said that really stood out for me. Um, one is that you have to treat your heart um, and your thoughts and your recovery process like you would a, a, a body part and in regards to a body part that is injured so uh, she said for example that so if you got a wound you got a, a, a wound that kind of develops a scab right before it develops a scab on it you'd likely want to pick on that scab uh, sometimes but you're not gonna speak constantly to it recover 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 as much as you know that it is on the way to recovery you have that notion and uh, that that is going to recover but you're not constantly putting pressure on it to recover you're going to give it some patience for example if you break your if you break a, for those of you who've had a fracture i've had a a, a, a tearing of a tendon at once and uh, as much as you would want to walk the doctor actually says for the next three months you basically just have to sit there as your body readjusts and pulls things together to get you on course and then we'll start physiotherapy and in that regard it is how we should treat then is how we should treat then our 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 process uh that was a knock on the door because <laughs> i'm at the office uh in that regard then she said record as is that's you Shazmin. record as is i'm recording the office so in that regard then just to get back to the thought is that's how you're supposed to treat yourself you know you should give yourself time um do get the knowledge do get the information you need but after a while you will then find out that you are in a place where you are um, now having to um, be patient with yourself because newsflash for most of the people most of the time you'll go back you'll have to relapse into something um, if you're trying to quit a habit um, say smoking uh, it's very difficult to go cold turkey. Um, there are times when you used to smoke two packets a day. Like, for example, myself, when I was in campus. Uh, there's a time where I would go to a certain waterfall, 
and just smoke a pack at a day. Um, and when I when I wanted to stop, it would be so difficult that even when you know I smell um, the cigarette smoke from somewhere else, the craving immediately kicks in. So I went from a pack at a day to a few a day, to three or four a day, to one a day, until eventually I was able to kind of kick the habit. So this is to say the same process whenever you've been heartbroken, is to give yourself that time. Uh, to give yourself time to, that you might go back to their social media page to check out how they're doing. You might go back and text them and feel stupid about it later. You might go and meet up and feel stupid about it later. You might go back and even have sex and feel crazy about it later. But do not beat yourself up because you went back. Um, it is part of the process. Learn from it. Develop measures uh, around you, accountability partners even, around you so that you don't constantly go back there, especially if it was in an area of toxicity. Now, you might not go back by calling. You might not go back by having sex. You might not go back by uh, texting. You might not go back by meeting up. You might not go back by being on the social media pages. But because the memory has been lodged in the inside of you. If, say, you've been in a relationship for a very long time and you've had to break up. Because the memory is on the inside of you. Because you're feeling the way you're feeling. There are times when your mind will take you back. Back to memories. Back to happy moments. And sadly, back to sad moments. Now... When there are sad moments that keep replaying and you're asking yourself, how did you allow this to happen? How did this happen? Especially if you're a man, because you always want to get a solution. You, that is how we are oriented. We always want to say, this was a problem and this was a solution. Um, when you're a man, and I'm just talking from my own personal experience, is you just have to recognize what your role was in that. Were you too quiet? Were you... Um, did you allow certain things to go back? Did you know some red flags? Um, did you, for example, um, not, not, not be firm in yourself? And then you have to forgive yourself, step two, for the role that you played. You might not all... We, listen, we're not talking from a place where we are all perfect. We might have gone through certain things because of the things that we've done. And there are some repercussions. And if you've gone through some pain that you caused or you self-inflicted pain, then you still have to forgive yourself for what you've gone through. And that is where, um, that is where I, I'd like to continue to talk about. Um, because pain is personal. Pain is, 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 is as much as pe two people go through the same thing, it is very individual. You are the one who knows the nook and crannies and, and where it is that that that, uh, that you went that you went and, and the pain that you felt. You're the one who knows all the places where the shoe fit, as it were. And so you are now having to face um, a lot of introspection and reflection. Um, and as you do that, sometimes it might it might it might you know be it might be you know painful for you to move back and forth you might feel like you're not progressing because every time you want to move forward you move back um, but this is the process of recovery the process of dealing 
with grief and and again i mentioned shasmina and she said um that sometimes in the you know the five stages of grief the seven stages of grief uh and 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 you know if 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 you know they have been made so popular and i always find really uh, the challenge with uh, things being made so popular is that people will often quote them and and put them up everywhere but not really be able to go through them and look really at research and talk about them in depth i think people sometimes just um feel good to be seen that they know but don't really apply it um in their lives uh but you know so anyway the five stages of grief 1969 elizabeth uh, uh, ross she was a swiss american she comes this comes up with these five stages of grief uh she had a book out called death and dying and it's a model and that was first used to help individuals to recognize the stages of grief that they are and these five stages of grief are denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance now of course things have grown over 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 that over that period of time and there are the certain steps that you go but again like i said shasmin was sharing with us and she said something that was very powerful she said that uh, in the beginning so you have you have uh, denial and then you have acceptance now in the middle anger beginning depression accepted anger anger beginning and depression you have you can kind of shuttle you know in in, in between those and and that's perfectly okay because if you're uh for example if you're in anger and beginning you if you feel anger and frustration towards yourself or to the other person you can feel anger at the person who caused the loss you can feel anger to yourself um you can feel anger toward god you can feel anger to towards an institution you can feel anger towards your job you can feel anger towards all of these things but it is uh, you you can try at this point to begin for a chance to have things end with a different outcome but really sometimes you just have to accept that this is the way that things have happened and even though you're angry at this places allow yourself to be angry allow yourself to feel your feels i remember uh when i was in recovery i was really angry at god for letting my baby die um because i had been praying i'd been doing everything that sort of ticks the boxes um praying fasting giving praying um for the life of baby for my daughter uh for my daughter um and the mother and everybody really and going to church going to uh to 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 different services taking time out of my day to actually sit through some of the services believing affirming confessing all of these things and then you lose the baby at that point you don't want even to know most people who have gone through it will tell you they battle with a god who is able to give life and death and uh, being taken away your life in essence because if you lose your baby you feel like a part of you is gone and i battled with that i didn't want to watch any preaching i didn't want to listen to any preaching i didn't want to go to church i didn't want to hear anything about church i didn't want to hear anything about god um and it's easy for society to put that pressure on you uh, because people are not comfortable with you saying you're mad at god because you're not supposed to be mad at god yet you're a human with feelings and i i i i opine that 
when you talk to God, even when you're angry, he listens that much more than when you pretend and come up to him, like, hey, despite of my situation, A, B, C, D. Now, if you're really angry, tell him you're angry. Tell him you don't want to talk to him. Talk. That is what prayer is, communication. And so you can feel that. But over time, it's, it, it, it kind of goes away. It is going to be ping pong. It's going to be back and forth. But over time, it does go away. Uh, and you kind of settle into restoring your relationship um, with God again. Um, so where I am now, because this is what this podcast is about, is I'm in a place where... Um, you know, you're dealing with certain relapses and accepting and really looking at who you are on the inside because when you want to solve yourself uh, as a man or a woman, you kind of have to go into yourself and realize, why am I doing this? Um, Why am I doing this thing that could potentially hurt everybody around me and hurt myself? What am I scared of? What is the result? Uh, what is the sorry? What is the root of this result? That is this action. So if maybe because of what you went through, you got into drinking, you got into sex addiction, you got into uh, drug abuse, you got into you know, got into yourself. You know, you kind of retreated from everybody. Um, you need to look at the root cause of this. Deal with the feelings that are on the inside of you. Including, and here's where it gets here where it where it gets uh, interesting. Including feelings of inadequacy, feelings of inadequacy. Because most of the time, when you go through something, you will begin to feel less than. You have to fight feeling less than and not worthy. I'll tell you something. Everything. Sometimes I've have over a long period of time you know, dealt with weight gain and weight loss, body shaming. I've been body shamed a lot. My thing is, what you don't understand, even when you're body shaming or when you're feeling less than, is that the person you're body shaming or the person who feels less than has to wake up every single morning and look at themselves in the mirror and feel less than and continue living. They now have to live in their skin feeling less than, feeling unworthy, feeling undeserving because these are the things that maybe they have been predisposed to. When you have gone through some certain pain, and here is, again, I keep repeating that uh, it's about where you are. When you have gone through some sort of pain, what you will realize, especially if you are a man or anybody really, but if you're a man who's constantly been told you're not worthy, you're not enough, or constantly been shown that what you do is not enough, that there's always more, always more. You, you forget to celebrate the now. You forget to celebrate the moment. You forget to celebrate where you are. So the essence really of the podcast, no matter where you are in your stages of grief, no matter where you are in your healing process, no matter where you are in, 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 in your pain, in your angst, in your tears, in your uh, restoration of your relationships or the lack thereof, no matter where you are, my advice to you now is to enjoy the now, to embrace 
than now. Sometimes we get so caught up with my future self, my future money, my future healing. My, I'm going to be better one day. And it's true you're going to be better one day. It's true you're going to have more money one day. It's true you're going to do all these things one day. But as you're looking towards the future, what about the now? Do not forget the now. Do not forget your present. Somebody said that it is a gift. That's why it is called present. It sounds cocky. It sounds cliche. But think about it. Every time you wake up, even when you're feeling undeserving in your skin, even when you're feeling unworthy in your skin, it is still a gift. The fact that you are alive, the fact that you are listening to this, it means there is more. It doesn't matter what you've been told. It doesn't matter. Actually, you know, I'm, I am, uh, I'm normally against that. And so, uh, allow me to correct myself. It does matter what you've been told. It does matter what you've gone through. It does matter because whatever it is that you've been told informs your opinion. So, it does matter what you've gone through. It does matter what you've heard. It does matter what you've been told. And the important thing is to take all that things because it now matters is to use it to change yourself, to encourage yourself, to reach inside of you and know that there's got to be more than just living. There's got to be more than just getting by. And as we are getting by and as we are living, what are we doing? We are enjoying the now as we work towards the future. As we get therapy, get help, read, all of these things, we are enjoying the now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where I'm at. I'm in a place where it doesn't matter what um, may seem impossible. What matters is what I think about the situation. I'm in a place where where I am dealing with my inconsistencies, my inadequacies, my pain, my all of the things that are on the inside that need fixing. And it is a process. It's not one day, it's not one week, it's not one year. It has no formula. But it requires a recognition of where you are as a man, as a woman, this is for everybody. Recognize where you are. Recognize where you want to go. Appreciate where you are. Appreciate you might not be where you want to go, but you're certainly not where you are. And even if you do relapse, even if you do go back to that habit, to that person, forgive yourself. Oh, the power of forgiving yourself. You know, it is easier said than done because we are our own harshest critics and I have struggled with that myself so many times but I end by saying this and I say this a lot even on television when you look at yourself in the mirror you have to be kind to that person it is very hard you have to love that person because you're going out spending your time at a job you may or may not like you are being kind to other people. You're stretching yourself to help other people. But you're ignoring yourself. Spend some time with yourself. Love you. 
You're worthy. You're divine. You deserve the best. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to be seen. You deserve every good thing. But you have to accept that you are deserving of these things. You have to accept that you're worthy. You have to accept that you're divine. You have to accept that you made some mistakes. You have to accept that you caused pain. You have to accept that you've been through pain. And you have to be good to yourself. So that was my impromptu podcast. And we're going to be more consistent now. I'd just like to say a big thank you to Shazmin one more time and to Bobby. And a big thank you to you for listening until the end. Please spread the word. Please tell them I'm back. Please go out there and above all spread love. But remember this. You cannot spread love. You cannot be love until you accept to love yourself. Successful people look like you. My name is Willis Raburu and this is the Caveman Podcast. Thank you.